Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Erika Radcliffe. I said your name weirdly Japanese then. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Just immediately have it. I was like, ah, it's like that white woman thing to like try. Well, I don't know if it's a white woman thing, but to always like try to pronounce the things, you know, in the right pronunciation for where they're from. Yeah, I mean, you studied Japanese. I did study yeah. Japanese, so it's not. But now I'm embarrassed. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ah, I was just before we started recording saying I'm so excited that you're on the podcast. I think I've asked you maybe like, you know, it's cool, but like I've probably asked you like at least five times. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's all I, good. Okay. You're a busy woman. Mm, yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. So it's always like, ah, oh, when she's available, that's cool. But also some people are scared of being on the podcast because they're like, oh, am I going to be exposing my sex life? And yeah. it's like, it's up to you. Because it's a sex pot. Oh, Foster's here. Foster's just get grabbed. Yeah. We're recording at the War Comedy Club, getting his jacket. And, and some yeah. other things. All right. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you later, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Cutie. Yes, uh, come to the War Comedy Club. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're a busy woman. You were saying, okay. It felt like a porn uh, shooting, you know, when the <laughs> weird guy comes into the room. It's like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> like, oh, we just I'll wanted th- to eat each other out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking, like, he was the one that would instigate the sex. I'd be like, oh, yeah. you're here now? Let me take off my shirt. But it's Foster, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can have sex with him. You can have him. No, you can You can have him, you know. It's all, he's all yours. He's, he's such a good guy. You're single now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> just to. <laughs> publish publicize that to the world yeah yeah how's that going um i'm i'm sending a lot of nudes so that's interesting <laughs> that you know it's very common to get nudes to sh- to take nudes and you know send them to whoever to foster i guess i don't know mm. anybody who wants them i'll ask <laughs> foster to show me uh <laughs> Do you really, like, I find taking nudes to be one of the most infuriating, time-consuming activities. Like, it takes so long for me to get a good nude. Like, so long. Yeah, you need to, like, you need to take some pictures at one night, in one night and then put them in a folder and reuse them, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, definitely. Although I do like them, you know, when you get nudes from someone, you're like, oh, that's not, that's not right now. I can see the sunshine or that's not from, I like them to be you know in the like you check the watch in the background yeah, yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> like yeah, a spy. the daylight you know i'm checking <laughs> i'm checking hold on he shaved like i saw him yesterday and and he had a beard and i can see you know what i mean like uh, i want it to be i want it to be fresh in the moment i don't want them to be reused nudes yeah no it's also hard because um it's hard to take a picture of your ass because like i <laughs> I send guys pictures yes. of my boobs, tits, but, you know, they're not that impressed by them. So they usually request the ass. And it's hard <laughs> because I don't know how to take them. You know, you need another person. I, I had a guy specifically ask for this was the guy that made me go. I'm never sending nudes when someone just like starts that as the quite early on in the, in the chat. There's a guy that I do. I, I I will send stuff too sometimes, mm-hmm. and but he sends me like magical, artful nudes and little really? gifts and stuff. Yeah, I would show you right now. Really beautiful stuff. Like mm-hmm. he, he's an artist with his nudes. Mm. He's um, yeah. I got I got one, I got one recently, and it was just like I would frame that and put that in a hallway. It's just it's it's not because with the, the pe- penis. Is there yeah, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but even like some of the videos, it's always like the setting's really beautiful mm-hmm. and it's just it's got like you know but how class. is Harry how, how is he making the picture like does he like does he have a guy helping him or like how does mm. he take them i was wondering that um recently because uh i think he just sets up the camera somewhere yeah. in a good angle and yeah. then he performs to it and they're very they're very good <laughs> <laughs> Is he also sending videos? Yeah, yeah, little yeah. he'll videos. Sometimes gifts, like he he makes mm-hmm. like a gift, which I really appreciate. It's hard to like. I don't know how far I can go. Like I think I can do crazy shit, but it's. But I think I shouldn't put my face like maybe I should like you know cut my face out or only because you're film it without my face. Famous, like you've got. You, I'm you not know, famous. Well, you're you're recognized. Like you you're recognizable. Your your face is around. Mm-hmm. Uh, german-speaking countries and um and on tv and stuff 
What it, I don't know. I, I wonder about that because I have sent a lot of stuff in the past and there's, you know, there's, there's content out there that's very not safe for work. And I'm mm. like, could this, do you wonder about that? Like, will this harm me at some point? I mean, I send nudes with my face on it because I don't think it will harm me. I think it will mm. actually help my career. Right. I yeah. kind of agree. It's like if something comes out, yeah. it's like, it's kind of funny. It's kind of on theme you know on brand and um but i'm not sure if videos would help me because because usually you know the the famous people who people who got famous off videos they mm. usually just lie there and they're just like you know moan a little bit like ah, ah, stuff like that but <laughs> like it's who, not who, who's who like have you watched that? kim kardashian sex tape no paris Hilton? no who else? Uh, Colin Farrell has a really good sex tape. Oh, really? And he got, and he didn't get a lot of movies after that because I think he was too good. Like people <laughs> were too scared. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. How do you find these? I mean, I watch a lot of porn. <laughs> so I find. But like, like, can you find these on like Pornhub or did you have to I go? Th- yeah, I think I found web. them on Pornhub. I'm not sure. Yeah, or well, RedTube. I don't like know. Like Paris and Kim, they look like they wouldn't do much during mm-hmm. sex like they look like they're the kind of people who once you're fucking them they're like yeah we i'm letting you do this yeah yeah like you got this you know we're here now and you get to enjoy this and i'm just gonna relax. actually if i was a guy i wouldn't go for like the hottest girl in the group you know mm-hmm. because i don't think they're that interesting and that good and bad mm-hmm. i would go for you know the one with the glasses <laughs> anna <laughs> <laughs> as you were describing this i'm like yeah that might be <laughs> like not you know not like a yeah not the the uh neat and tidy and pretty and like well put together but mm-hmm. someone that's got a bit of character i guess yeah it's i mean it's the same for the, for you know guys like i wouldn't go mm-hmm. for the hottest Mm-mm. dumbest guy you know <laughs> no 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 have you fucked hot dumb guys yeah <laughs> 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 and they're just boring it like, was yeah boring rude rude yeah rude how one guy i hooked up with he um asked me to leave at 2 a.m i have had a guy do that as well yeah. actually mm-hmm. and he had also a really pretty dog and the dog stared at me the whole time whilst you were fucking doggy style <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable <laughs> so you like the dog and you were kind of like uh, making eye contact <laughs> he was dog, the you. dog was jealous <laughs> i really i haven't fucked in front of an animal for a long time and i don't enjoy it it feels like you know i have a lot of jokes about like you know um perverse like uh like immoral sex stuff i guess or you know like allude to for example pedophilia which obviously is like never okay like i never no. but like yeah having sex in front of an animal feel mm. like i'm not i'm not comfortable yeah, I'm also not that voyeuristic, so I don't, I don't think it will turn me on if I knew that guys are watching or people are watching. Oh, I don't like that at all, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um. Mm, although I recently had a like a ma- okay, so you watch porn, you don't masturbate to your own ideas as much. I mean, right now I'm trying to stop watching porn and stop using my vibrator. Oh, because you feel like it's desensitizing you? Yeah. Mm. Because I have to use the highest, you know, when you have to uh, make it stronger, the vibration. And I'm using the highest right now. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, and it's kind of shocking. Like, because after that, I would have to get a new one <laughs> to get a better one. A stronger you have to one. level up. Yeah. So I think, and I read something online that you, you know, some experts like, tell women not to use a vibrator for a couple of weeks or whatever just mm-hmm. to get you know yeah i like to i like to mix it up so i was anti-vibrator for a long time because i was like i was just like you know what they're too hot like they're quite hard hard like they're they, they don't mimic a, a human penis mm-hmm. um they they're just very hard and so i was like it's too like there's not enough pushback or you know like and so i didn't like the hardness of them and i didn't like I didn't, I don't, I will never put, I don't like it vibrating up inside me. That doesn't mm-hmm. make, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, yeah. no penis like is moving like that inside, you know, like that yeah. doesn't make sense. Obviously on the clitoris, that's a different thing. Um, and yeah, I was worried that it was desensitizing my clitoris a little bit for a short period, but I basically didn't use a vibrator for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And it was only during the pandemic that I was like, 
That's, and I also decided to dedicate um, time to finding my G spot and to try to figure out how to squirt. And so that's why. <laughs> Can you squirt now? I've squirted once <laughs> assisted by a man. And I was so angry when it ha- like happy, but angry when it happened because it was like, it was like, I've been working on this by myself and you were the one that made it happen. Like I wanted me to bring myself there. Um, so only once. But was it pee? No, no. And I've mm-hmm. done like a lot of research. I did a lot of research into what it, what it is as well. And it's like this this fluid that sits up um, in this little pouch that's pretty much like um, next to or like sharing a wall with your G-spot. And it releases, it goes through your hole but it's so there can be traces but it's not there's no mine had no smell it was clear colored uh like like transparent and um and yeah but did it feel good does it just feel like having sex while you're peeing or does it it's a bit different Mm -hmm. it's a little bit like it's a little bit like because it's coming through the same holes so the whole same tube (laughs) (laughs) so it feels um a little bit like that but it's also a different type of release because it's coming from a different place, right? Mm-hmm. It's not coming from your bladder. So in a little, a little bit, it feels like pain, but in another way, you know that you're not pain because mm-hmm. it's a mm, different yeah. origin. Have you, so you haven't. It's interesting that you, th- um, because I'm not, I'm not like a huge, like I'm not that into penetration. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't use a vibrator to penetrate me. Okay. Myself. <laughs> 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 Because it also doesn't make sense because women, we have the G-spot and that's like in the upper area. Mm-hmm. So actually you don't really need penetration. You just need to get this like upper um, push. Mm, upper push. What do you mean? Like touching? Like I think it's but the best you can, you know, we can reach your G-spot the best, I think, with the fingers. Yeah, I think like I think your body is made so that your fingers are long enough to reach your G spot. <laughs> like, like I feel like God intended us to be able to reach. It. <laughs> so no woman's fingers are not long enough. That's yeah. that's my idea, uh, theory. But um, but the thing is, the penetration, like actually the the because there's all these nerve endings, mm-hmm. like how you stimulate the G spot with penetration, for example, can be. And also, there's another point that you can get to like deeper in, which is called the A spot. Which is up, and there's the cervix as well. So you can uh, like yeah. come from hitting the cervix. Mm-hmm. You can come from hitting this afornic spot, and then there's the G spot. So like yeah, but the I you have to be careful when you hit the I think it's the cervix mm. because you need to be really into it yeah. first. Like you need a lot of foreplay, or it will hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was seeing someone um, for a while, and uh, he really had a lot of contact with my cervix. <laughs> 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 like in the first couple of weeks I was riding my bike and being like I can feel my cervix right now like oh just like God. like like going over bumps being like that's my cervix that's my like I could feel it uh-huh. vib- like because it had been um tenderized let's mm. say <laughs> <laughs> which it hadn't happened before so mm-hmm. yeah so you just don't really go for the penetration much you're more into- yeah and also like I think I'm also too lazy like I like using a vibrator because you can everything is clean you just wear underwear you can use it everything up above your clothes so you don't have to clean up anything afterwards so i, I like that aspect wow yeah. that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> you're worried about the cleanup whereas like i'm naked i've got like lube everywhere <laughs> i'm like ah, and i'm just by myself yeah i don't want to change beds sheets you know oh no or, i don't want to change yeah. bed sheets. i just want maybe like wipe down my couch a little bit that's just- <laughs> oh my god I don't want to sit on that. <laughs> it's all right. I have no every surface in my apartment is probably not safe. <laughs> oh no, but no, like uh, okay, so you like a nice, clean, easy masturbation, like mm-hmm. a nice. Clean- I'm, I like clean sex too. I mean, not like, um, you know, not like Catholic sex. I mean, in the meaning of like, I like taking a shower. Mm-hmm before sex after sex i like that as well ideally but um but i also don't mind like smelling the the bar on someone Mm -hmm. and like you know there's like a story in the smell and that can turn you on turn me on as well or like but yeah i always i definitely wash after i think the older i have gotten the more i like showers and Mm -hmm. the cleaner i've become I mean, I'm also trying to change that because, you know, not every guy's into, like, cleaning themselves all the time. 
some are uh, mm. some of the guys that I've hooked up with are way more concerned with hygiene well, not mm. hygiene but like just cleaning like I'm clean but I don't I'm not showering four times a day whereas yeah. I've had um, boyfriends where it's just like are you gonna have another shower mm. you're gonna have another shower cool cool but the thing is I come from Australia where we had a drought for like 10 years so mm. like that's just that's just environmentally unsustainable yeah. like. but some guys in Berlin don't take showers that regularly i feel like i think it's like this eco you know um mm -hmm. conscious whatever trend that people just you know just think it's superficial i guess to take a sh to shower all the time i don't know yeah they just let it stank up i agree yeah. there are some people where it's just like dude you have access to environmentally friendly deodorant why mm -hmm. are you not using that or even yeah. like yeah wash your clothes more regularly you know shower mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and so are you are you so you're taking more nudes, are you using dating apps? Yeah, I'm using um Tinder. I mean like where can we find you, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Tinder and Bumble. Yeah. I use Bumble, okay. But yeah, I'm not that successful on Bumble, I have to say. Yeah, me neither. I don't use it. <laughs> I don't like Bumble. Like you're making me say the first thing. I spend time like Like, I'll sometimes text the person first in, on Tinder mm -hmm. and otherwise. Absolutely, I, I instigate. But just when it's only that, in that direction, it's like, fuck off. Yeah. I don't like And that. also a lot of people, like, unmatch me, like, when I write them. So <laughs> like, can you can you think of why? Or has there been, like... Because a... I think, you know, guys usually use dating apps in a way that they just like every person. Mm. So when they get the match, like, oh, shit, I just I actually don't, you know, I'm not attracted to her, so they just unmatch. I guess I do that sometimes as well. Like, there'll be, like, those 2 a.m. swipe mm -hmm. sessions, and then the next morning you've matched, and you're like, oh, my God, Hannah, like, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I do that, I, I do that too, but um, I don't like every guy. No, I don't yeah. like every guy, but they're, like, I'm very picky. Mm -hmm. But I see some mornings I'm just like, oh, what was, like, On what planet was that an okay, like, yeah. not a single photo there is attractive? Even, like, the descriptions, like, what am I? Yeah, I'm trying to, like, meet guys who are not my type at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just trying to, to do that. Yeah, just to see, like, I mean, I, I'm trying to meet, like, all different kinds of guys just to, you know, you know, just clean the plate and see what fits better, maybe. That's a nice, that's yeah. nice. What, um, okay. Like what has, do you want to talk about what your type has been or what, like why your previous types haven't worked even, or I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't, I usually don't go for the Berlin type of guy, you know, wearing a necklace and nail polish mm -hmm. and, um, vegan whatever <laughs> like, yeah yeah meditation meditating and all that um so i'm meeting those kind of guys now a little okay. bit okay um yeah what else like i usually Anything about their personality beyond just what they look like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah usually like very manly macho kind of guys okay. a little bit okay a little yeah and so I'm trying to, and I don't know, I'm not sure if those kind of guys really fit to me because I'm mm. not, I'm not like a typical female. So maybe I fit better with like the guy who's a little bit on the female side. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's basically most guys that I've, I've ever had relationships with have had a pretty strong feminine mm -hmm. element to them. Yeah. So some, some to the point where it's like probably repressed gay like yeah <laughs> exactly exactly where you're top or bottom uh yeah well often when i think like guys that are repressed gay i think they overcompensate so they're like even more kind of macho in yeah. some spaces yeah. and they are scared of anal sex <laughs> too scared that they will like it too yes. much <laughs> yes exactly exactly just one just one boyfriend i've had like that mm-hmm And funniest thing, like when we broke up, I was like, oh, he's definitely like he's definitely going to go and become gay. Like, yes. And then I find out he's like and he was racist and super sexist. And I find out he's married a Muslim woman like he's Italian, married a mm -hmm. Muslim woman and living in Bulgaria and had a baby. I'm like, wow, how to like go hard the other direction. dude. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I also want to like next time if I have a relationship again, I would prefer a guy 
who you can take to a party and he can just you know um do stuff on his own you know sometimes you know Absolutely. you have there's so many guys who like you could take to your, like a friend's birthday party mm-hmm. and they're just like annoyed the whole time and they just want to leave and it's oh, just that's like, a, that's like a no go like if you're that guy you're not you can't be with me mm-hmm. like that's the like grow the fuck up like <laughs> what do you want to like if you want to be yeah no no i or just don't go to parties or whatever but like yeah. You know, we are hype. I think we're quite well. I don't know about you in terms of social, but like our lives involve, you know, being around comedians and mm-hmm. you know, there's some social element to that. If you can't come to a show and like be cool mm. or come to go to a no, that's like that's a immediate, yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of guys like that, you know, like child, child guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I managed to not get, yeah, not, not have mm. them around for too long, be- yeah, because the problem is like I. Like, I don't want to, like, date a guy who would just, like, hang out at home the whole time. Like, I, I like doing stuff outside. Yeah. And, you know, just having new experiences and, and sharing them together. But that's also, you know, a lot of guys, they just play computer games and just want to stay home and watch movies. Like, Fuck, that's <laughs> so unattractive. That's, like, that's it. Like, you know, my brother is, mm. is very much like so it's good to know that I'm not attracted to my brother type, you know what I mean? Like, woo, thank God. Do you, um, do you think, um, that like macho type guy is like your, like, like that whole mother, mother, dad attraction thing? I think my mom is more of a macho than my dad. So you've been yeah. going for your mom and these men? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> sort of I don't know. Mom. I just like, I mean, the problem is like, I'm, I think I'm very stubborn and strong minded. Mm-hmm. And so I'm attracted to guys who can like talk back to me me too and usually you know those guys are usually not like guys who eat vegan food <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah although, i, don't I know. mean there's some toxic vegans too i mean <laughs> oh fuck yeah. yeah yeah fuck yeah but also like i think there are you know like the type of dude who can like um talk back as in like intellectually argue with something with you mm-hmm. i think there's lots of dudes that have got sort of feminine element who can but, uh, but i say that and then it's like trying to find someone who can actually um communicate in a healthy way yeah and have it's just so hard to find someone that fits all the things and mm. is respectful to you and the sex is good and you know is intelligent enough and um i mean i don't think i'm looking i don't think i'm that picky like i think com- <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i am yeah but you're a bit, like not but you're a bit younger but like uh, yeah i suppose my i've got like quite a few things where it's like no nah, mm. no nah, like i'm quite quick to be like no nah. yeah and like I'll, I'll try to work through problems but if i see that like they're just not able to get beyond it's like i lose attraction completely but what are like your top important things for a relationship well, there's got to okay. Baseline is obviously there's an attraction there mm-hmm. that's uh, intellectual and physical and sexual, and um, and then and you know there needs to be like paired values, right? You need to you need to agree like they can't be fucking racist or sexist mm-hmm. or like mean to people, like mm-hmm. really mean or like small minded or you know just um and like and uh, and then like good communication strategies like independent they need to have their own thing going on for them yeah, like yeah. they can't be fucking like all all cool but like if they aren't super excited like super motivated by their shit then you know if they're dating a comedian like that they in like they need to have mm-hmm. their own thing that's that's, yeah. that's energizing them and, and and moving them forward so that that my work ethic and like how much work i do they're not just sort of sitting around waiting for me yeah, a lot of uh, people don't get it. Uh, you know, sometimes I am very busy for just for two weeks mm-hmm. and I just don't want to meet a lot of people just because, I don't know, I have an hour show going on and I have to prepare or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people who don't do something like that, it, it's very hard for them to understand, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the thing is, like, it, those are a lot of things that I just described, mm. like I'm finding someone that fits within that. Is... Yeah, I think I could go with a guy who doesn't have the thing that's, you know, that drives him and, mm. you know. But 
but all the other things like physical intellectual attraction i need that too and and i think communication is also very important to me that's like the top but like i suppose i'm saying i say that they need to have their own thing but yeah it would be nice for them to have Mm -hmm. an equal like because to find someone who you know understands your like your crazy busy schedule Mm -hmm. without being resentful that can be quite hard yeah yeah and uh yeah and yeah yeah, but mm, it's like dating another comedian is 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 not ideal. You've you've done that, but I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's kind of there's something nice about being able to sort of have this kind of like you know you get at least maybe it's too close. I think comedy mm-hmm. maybe, but like comedy and comedy, but comedy and like another you know whether it's music or whatever, it's like you got your thing and you're like pumped to do it. And yeah, usually my uh, matches on dating apps are guys who are you know either in working in the music industry mm-hmm. or as a writer or film industry you know yeah, yeah. because i don't know you just speak the same language i guess yeah, yeah exactly and that's yeah even if they're not like yeah because comedy is a bit of a weird thing because it's like mm-hmm. such a solitary i don't know it's like you're not working you are working with a lot of other people but it's like it's so self-focused yeah <laughs> it's not like i'm writing a screenplay and i'm like creating this it's like it's i'm writing my life and i'm performing <laughs> by myself and yeah yeah so. i mean the problem with dating a comedian is that we probably have like all like we all have like probably similar issues so mm, interesting but i wouldn't like i would date a comedian again if you know if it works yeah like i don't care yeah i would date a comedian <laughs> again if it works yeah it's just like if it works if it yeah. works i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say no to something just yeah i'm not gonna be close to anything no yeah because mm-hmm. i think i mean humor is like so sexy to me i think like if you're funny i could fuck an super ugly super fat guy to be honest like yeah <laughs> 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 you're inviting something very special right now into your life <laughs> and he's super ugly and super fat but the thing, if someone's character is like if they're funny they make you mm-hmm. laugh and you you are like you kind of warm to them they become less un, like unattractive you know mm-hmm. like yeah 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 but people become attractive with humor for sure yeah um let's move to hardcore like we've talked masturbating relationship stuff um sex stuff is there anything like uh Anything in particular, like sex stuff that you want? I can like throw some questions at you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that you would want to talk about? Yeah, I'm just not going to name any names, you know. <laughs> oh, I did that with comedian XY. <laughs> oh, no. Like, no, I don't want you to do that. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I can't remember their names. Um, <laughs> no. But uh, no, I was going to say, like, do you do, you do any like of the, the, you know, classic Berlin? Have you done like sex clubs or... I had that conversation recently with another person because I haven't done a lot of like typical Berlin things because I was so focused on comedy the whole time. Mm-hmm. And now that and now I'm cha- I'm trying to do more, ha- um, you know, have more new experiences. So I'm only performing, I think, four nights a week. I like how you you say that in such a joke. I'm trying to have new experiences, so I'm only doing comedy for that. It's like I need to, you know, I need to develop myself in a in a social way. So I'm going to take a day off. Yeah, it's cool to do anal. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. No, because I just, you know, I hate I hate it when you know sometimes comedians perform so much that they don't really have anything to talk about. Yeah, except comedy. Yeah, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I re- I want to experience, you know, I want to talk about interesting experiences, have, like, an interesting ang- angle on something, yeah. tell interesting stories. So I'm trying to change that. But, yeah, I've, I... I like how you're only doing it so that your comedy improves. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's like it's not because i want to have a full and satisfying life and maybe find love and feel you know new excitement and no no it's so my comedy but yeah dating also (laughs) takes up a lot of time so yeah yeah Yeah. that's why i have to you know cut down a little bit on the comedies (laughs) (laughs) until you get something else you can just take for granted (laughs) no i'm joking exactly (laughs) a little bit um but i i only have i have escaped a orgy once 
that's what I've done. Was that like a, an escape room gone sex crate? No. Um, <laughs> it was like my that. friend's party and they it turned out like they wanted to have an orgy. And I was like really... Like how many people are we talking? Seven. Okay. Six. And were there couples within it or just... I think it was one couple. And were they the ones leading it? Um, No. Oh. Well, actually, I'm not sure who was leading. So it was, it was just like a group of like so everyone was just drunk, or was it kind of drunk, a premeditated thing? Party, yeah. I mean, but they were not that drunk, and I was like into it. You know, I think I'm not sure if I can participate, but I definitely would watch and you know see how I feel. Like maybe I would participate. Mm-hmm. And but one guy was so racist, like he was making racist comments the whole time towards what? me. And then so I, he was like a friend of a friend. He wasn't like a, a yeah, friend already. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. had, I think he had an Asian girlfriend, and he was talking about that the whole time to me. Jesus. And then I didn't feel safe. Like if I go to an orgy, I have to feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. Base baseline, of course. I think yeah, feeling safe is so important as a woman. Like sometimes, yeah. I hook up with a guy. I'm not sure if I like him or I just feel safe. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no is feeling safe that rare that you're like i'll just this is good i'll stay <laughs> oh no fuck no i i don't feeling unsafe is not something that happens often mm-hmm. yeah i think I, i've been i don't know if i'm just lucky but i feel in berlin um just touch wood fuck um i i really <laughs> always feel safe except yeah. like the only times i've ever felt unsafe are when i've like when I used to smoke weed and I got so stoned that I'd be walking home and be like, I cannot protect myself at all. Yeah. Like I like, you know, it'd be so easy to take advantage of me right now. That's the only times I've ever felt unsafe. Um, but like with dates and stuff, ah, uh, you know, but like the statistics, like it's people that you know and trust that are the ones that fuck you over, right? Boyfriends, fathers, family members. Exactly, husbands. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that like <laughs> rape you, like rape, wow, great. Mm-hmm. But like usually that, statistically that is perpetrated like 90, like mm-hmm. m- majority of the time by someone that you trust and know. A lot, also like I recently had an experience where like a lot of guys ask for consent now, which is... Mm-hmm interesting because sometimes they ask for consent but when they want to kiss you and i'm like that's I'm not, not i don't get traumatized by kissing like <laughs> yeah like i've only been like kiss raped once at a club like to had a guy like pull my head yeah. like from the side and make out and i was like i that didn't scar me at all right <laughs> that wasn't a problem really yeah. but i had like i had a sexual experience and um the guy was just not like i don't know he was like very brutal which is fine to me mm-hmm. like if i'm like if he asks for consent like yes. if he asks before he does stuff but he didn't really and that mm-hmm. felt like a little bit i felt a little bit violated like i wasn't traumatized or anything but it was just like well i think you could have asked first yeah. oh yeah i've had that twice mm-hmm. uh maybe three times actually um but like yeah where it's just like I remember one experience, it was in my first year here, this like very cute guy that looked like River Phoenix, like legit, like (laughs) German River Phoenix, young. We had sex and there was a point in it where it was like, oh, I don't think I could stop this if I wanted to. Mm. And I like, and I'm kind of like, I'm going to say I'm enjoying this right now, so I'm not scared. But like, if I feel like there's no getting out of this position, the situation that I'm in and how brutally he's going Mm. at it yeah 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 and then another guy who like um i feel like any kind of like hitting during sex there should just be a quick thing of like can i can i smack you or exactly yeah yeah like uh, and and if it's the face you Mm -hmm. absolutely need to check like Mm -hmm. because that that's like you know smacking on the butt smacking on other parts of the body that's that's already that's already quite sexual and normal but hitting the face that does connect to like proper domestic violence in my head. You yeah, know? choking too. And choking, you need to check in with the choking. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And I actually think like, mm, I was going to say, I think you should probably like, even if you've got a dynamic where it's like, yes, uh, we, we've done this before. I think you should check in every time before mm. you do it. Because like, maybe you're not fucking in the mood, right? Like yeah. maybe you don't want to be choked right now. Maybe your glands are sore, you know, like maybe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of guys, you know, they watch so much porn and 
you know they're never at like in porn never nobody asks for consent so mm. they're like you know they're used to that so i don't think they yeah Although in some point I think like um there's a there's a um audio audio porn called Dipsy, um where yeah it's just audio and uh, it's for women obviously and they're like romantic well not obviously yeah obviously and they're romantic stories and they're quite and every time in every story that the dude they're always asking each other for consent, which at first I was like ew. And <laughs> <laughs> Like, can I just fast forward this part? Um, <clears throat> but it's uh, that, yeah, that should be, that should totally be more often in porn. Mm. Mm. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Feeling unsafe in bed. That's, yeah, I, I ended those things very quickly with those people that didn't ask and that yeah. were brutal. But hold on, how do we get onto this? We're talking about just feeling safe and yeah. You asked me about Berlin experiences. Ah, yeah, and like yeah. sex. But, oh, yeah, you escaped this orgy. So, like, yeah. hold on. So this guy was being racist, right? Yeah. And then you just, like, left or? Yeah, I left. I told my friend, like, I'm leaving because of this guy. Okay. I would have fucked all of you, but he I can't. Yeah, he fucked it up. <laughs> it's all his fault. <laughs> um, damn. And uh, did they had they already started fucking around in front of you or? Um, no, actually, so... Actually, I didn't say that he was racist. I said I was leaving, and then I think we texted back and forth. I mean, it was a couple of years ago, actually. So, and then I told my friend that he was racist, and then they damn they <laughs> sorry they said <laughs> my friend is a they. So. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw there are lots of races <laughs> we're at the party no. no no i wasn't i wasn't no because they yeah. is also what we use just to yeah like in english you can use it without it being mm. yeah. so they said that i should have told them that the person was racist mm-hmm. yeah okay okay and you didn't Mm-hmm. You fucked up. You were, you were. <laughs> it was you, my fault. <laughs> I hate that so much with moments where you're like, same with consent. Like basically yeah. when someone uh, abuses you in some way or like um, violates you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's this added thing of like when it happens, then there's also the guilt of not having dealt with it in a way mm-hmm. to protect yourself. Like I've had a, I've had an audience member like fucking slap me on the ass several times throughout a show. And it's, it, it, you feel so violated. But then like you, then there's the secondary shame when you tell people they're like, Oh, well, you should have, Oh, you should have, mm. Oh, you should. And it's like, yeah, I fucked up. Like, I'm sorry. I got, you know, I got assaulted or I got harassed and I didn't do the right thing to support myself. Like actually it was more complicated because I talked back to the guy mm. But I was also making jokes because that's my, you know, self-defense. Of course. And a lot of people just thought, okay, maybe they're just like doing a weird foreplay where they just, you know, you where he's racist and yeah. you joke around yeah. with him. <laughs> because yeah. I don't, I, I don't behave like a victim when I'm, you know. Yeah. So it's a lot of, like for my friends, it was like very hard to tell if I was being um, assaulted or not. I mean, not assaulted, but just like, you know, if I was felt um insulted insulted yeah Yeah. so um yeah but then you know then i just thought i you know i just leave it's the best thing i can do and that's the closest you've come to an orgy yeah i mean you know as a teen i drank a lot so i fucked a couple guys one at once you know at once two guys at once or yeah i think couple yeah two guys three guys i don't know (laughs) <laughs> wow like like teen like how young are we talking i don't know maybe 16 15 oh wow yeah 17 this was in austria yeah wow that's like i didn't lose my well i may have lost my virginity earlier at a drunken party to mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time but i technically didn't lose my like officially didn't lose my virginity until i was 17 so for you to be fucking three guys at a party at 15 16 that's um that's mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't have five either. But we can have five anyway. <laughs> mental illness. Okay, so you were you were not in a. I wasn't yeah. in a good space when I was drinking and as a as a teenager and yeah. and like, yeah, sliding around. I wouldn't say it was a healthy. Yeah, it's just you know it's 
if I would fuck three guys now, I would, you know, we would probably do massages and talk about consent and drink kombucha first, you know? So it would be like a different experience. But back then, I was just like, sex was just like a form of self-harm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, for me, it was definitely like a form of, um, I don't want to say it was a form of self-harm, but it was definitely a form of like, you know, trying to get validation mm-hmm. or trying to feel, I don't know, like I was, I was, there was a lot of drinking and then there was like a lot of promiscuous, like making out with everybody and just like, yeah, I don't know if it was, yeah, I'm not sure if I'd call it self-harm, but you, your, your experience was self-harm. It like, you felt like you were, so like taking drugs, like, were you trying to feel something? Were you trying to feel not like numb yourself? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like I had a lot of uh, mental health issues as a teen. And one of them was just like not feeling anything, feeling empty and just mm-hmm. like drinking, smoking, cutting, just anything mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. make me feel something, you know? Yeah. And just feeling something, even if it's not a good feeling, was better than not feeling anything. Interesting. See, mine was mine was kind of a little bit the opposite. It was more like, in order to not, I guess, not feel the pain of other things, I was drinking to numb it, or maybe you know, being with people to feel connected to a point. But, ah, mm-hmm. eh. but um, and then like self harm, like I self harmed, um, but it was usually because I was so uh, overwhelmed with bad feelings that it was to feel something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. like. Uh, it was like I trade, I trade. I want to, I want to not feel these things, so I'm gonna feel this thing yeah, instead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that. We're done. We're almost done. Uh, we've got like five minutes or you know more, but um, I should turn off those notifications. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so no sex party, no, no interested. Like I'm not into people watching me um that much. Although I did, I was gonna talk about um a sex like a masturbation fantasy I had recently. Which is, it wasn't, what was it? It was, yeah, I don't know. It was, I, I re, okay, it's a really intense, um, it's not that intense. Basically, I was, I like to fantasize when I masturbate because it tells me what the fuck's going on in my head. Like, it's mm. a very, like, quick, interesting dive into my subconscious. And a recent masturbation fantasy that, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't talk about it, but whatever, um, was, like, me seeing like a room of like all these people like a like a fucking theater full of all these guys that um it was basically like a bukake but like they weren't coming on me but they were all masturbating to me (laughs) (laughs) and what were you doing just eating a burger No, I guess I was like in the in the fantasy. I was like masturbating as I was in real life, yeah. and um, and they were all masturbating, watching me, but yeah. masturbating to me. In yeah, a way. it was like a like a whole whole of yeah. But I mean, a lot of like I watch gangbang porn. A lot of women do that, mm. and I think it's just. But I don't think I personally would do it ever, especially not the guys in the porn I watch. It <laughs> looks so not. disgusting. Although, like, all the people that I was imagining are, like, mm-hmm. you know, lovers that I have. And so it was, like, all people that I, I like and, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> like, like me like you're know, like imagining like them each individual like what they were doing and how they are as sexual beings mas- like how they would be masturbating and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very specific yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but, but it i felt- think it's a very um you know normal feeling to feel to want to feel want- wanted you know yeah yeah just like on this next level yeah i like after that it was like that was probably the most narcissistic fantasy <laughs> i've ever had it was like wow anna what's going on <laughs> jesus yeah do you do you, so you're trying to get off the pawn so mm-hmm. are you like trying to masturbate without mm. like you're trying to use the the fantasies um yeah and i also totally get what you mean like because um Doing comedy as a woman, I feel very desexualized a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And if I meet a guy on a date and he just says, "Oh my god, you're so hot that night," I'm like, I'm already like into him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit! We just, the, we the just... light went off. Yeah. <laughs> right when it's like, oh, you thought I was hot. You thought I was hot. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you feel you feel desexualized in comedy. That's yeah. funny, really. Yeah. But I feel like so much of like I don't, 
And I feel like your comedy also touches on your sexuality, like you as a sexual creature, right? Like you talk about, mm-hmm. you don't not talk about yourself as a sexual person. Yeah, but um, guys don't come up to me after shows and the guys who do are not my type, you know, they want to be dominated and stuff like that. Yeah, guys who want to be dominated, that's interesting, isn't it? I don't know, I'm, I am, I... <laughs> you have a lot of groupies oh no i like and the, the, the groupies are oh, groupies i have like <laughs> some regulars and some really great supporters and they're not people that i would have sex with you know and if they're a great supporter i'm not gonna mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lose that supporter by fucking <laughs> <laughs> but also i'm not i'm not i'm usually like not attracted to them but there are dudes at shows mm-hmm. like not shows that i host but shows where i perform and you know i've, I've ended up having a few relationships from have you been on, so you have been on a date with a fan yeah and had relationships with that's crazy with because i have shows. i went on a date recently with a fan oh and never again <laughs> <laughs> i've had bad ones i've had bad ones. like the yeah. guy that um hit me in the face without asking for consent he was a guy that had come to a few of my shows and um i really only fucked him because he kind of let slip like they all classically do that he had a really huge, huge penis and i was like he's a psychopath but i want to see this <laughs> <laughs> he was a psychopath yeah. yeah um but like others have worked out really well but like why why was it such a bad idea like why so um i don't know it was i i just thought it was like the whole thing was weird because he just knew so much about me and i didn't yeah okay mm-hmm. and then he said that he was in an open relationship and i'm trying not to hook up with guys who are in open relationships mm-hmm. Because I've done that a lot and I'm just like, you know, over it. And, um, okay. yeah. And also, I wasn't really attracted to him. I mean, it's not his fault. But then, you know, I told him, I'm very direct, you know. I said, you know, we could, we can totally be friends, but I don't want to hook up. And then he mm-hmm. kept writing me on Instagram. And then I had to block him, which is kind of... I mean, he didn't... He never bought really tickets. He was always on the guest list, so... Maybe I didn't lose anything. <laughs> <laughs> he was always on a guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I don't think you've lost anything, I guess. But like, hmm. yeah, open relationship dudes. I, um, yeah, like I was just in an open relationship and um, just realized I think we're wearing, are we wearing the same shoes? Yeah, Vans. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think mine are the shit, like the summer versions. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, being in an open relationship and having sex with other people, like, and how you respectfully like deal with those other people it's an interesting topic yeah. but but yeah like me engaging with people in open relations it's funny when i see couples on on the apps mm-hmm. i'm usually more attracted to the woman than the man mm. but mm-hmm. i'm not often attracted to women but in those dynamics it's like oh yeah mm. um but yeah like i think yeah i don't know if you i feel like open relationship people should only fuck other people that are in open relationships yeah, that's probably the healthiest way. I mean, I wouldn't say I would never hook up with a guy who's in an open relationship. Um, but I prefer not to. Yeah. I. Um, and a lot of times, like, guys have, like, two or three relationships. Mm. And you just don't want to be the third or fourth bitch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, because it kind of, you feel like you've got less space, like... He, he's already got so many commitments it's like how much space can he even have yeah him? and also it feels kind of like saudi arabic i don't know it feels weird even though you, you racist <laughs> <laughs> i mean saudi arabia is not famous for being a being anti-sexist so <laughs> yeah no, 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 no. totally totally um yeah i don't know i'm yeah okay so you want you are you wanting to you're just open for whatever comes right like you're not like i need a i need a relationship now you're yeah like, it was weird because at first i thought i think i need a relationship because i feel i like having a deep connection with other people i don't like friends who are you know i don't want to have superficial friends either mm. but at the same time i really enjoy being single right now yeah like i just like going you know going to parties concerts whatever and just feeling free it's nice yeah yeah like my recent thing ended just like a couple of weeks ago and i've just been so happy (laughs) 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 like it was just it was taking and you know when a relationship is coming to an end it starts taking up energy yeah and like it's and and it's kind of giving back i always get fat 
Um, the end. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I kind of go the other way because I'm like, need to get some new meats. <laughs> but honestly, like my weight hasn't been fluctuating that much um, for the last few years. Ah, it depends. But um, but uh, but yeah, being being single and just like ah. Oh, being able to hook up with whoever and just like mm-hmm. running your own schedule and not needing to an- like re- re- answer to anybody or tell keep anyone updated, you know. Yeah, just- I think eventually I would run. I would want to have like a relationship that is a little bit deeper than just like hooking up. Mm, yeah, but yeah, but I'm not like looking for it or yeah, yeah it's not like I'm not in a rush. Yeah, I was yeah. saying to someone last night. I'm like. You know, I, th- I don't, you can't, I don't, I think it's naive to be like, oh, I, I don't want a relationship right now. Because if you meet someone that mm-hmm. fucking knocks you over and you just, ah, like, you're going to want a relation. Like, if that's the dynamic with them, you're going to want that thing. But if you're not meeting anyone that does that, then it's like. Mm. But guys are so stupid. Like, they're always. <laughs> <laughs> Like they always want to know what you're into, like before going on a date. Like, like what, what are you're you looking? Lo- what for? are you looking for? It's like I don't know. Like, if you if you have the magic dick, then maybe we could be in a relationship. And if not, then not. You know, He's maybe it's got just the like magic a- dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm quoting Fifty Cent right now. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like. Of course, like I would eventually, I would like to meet someone that mm. in a year and a half, two years, I can have a child with. But like, mm. what I'm going to tell that to them? Like, yeah. no, dude. Like, let's see how this goes. Like, yeah. let's not put that on this. And also, know? if I say I'm looking for a relationship, and then we meet, and it just doesn't fit, it, and he's like, "Well, are we not in a relationship now?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can, yeah. yeah. I don't think you can define. Yeah, you just got to see what comes. Like, yeah. you can know what you'd like in the future, mm. and you can know what kind of relationship you would like, but you don't know until you, you meet the person. Yeah, I say on, on day, like, now I tell guys that I just don't know, and I just see how it goes, and, you know, eventually I want to have a relationship, probably. Mm-hmm. But I think I will lie in the future, because it's annoying. I think I would just say, I don't know yet. I just see what go, what you know, how it goes. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like... How can I know what I'm going to, what I want with you when I don't know you? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do I know what I'm going to order if I haven't seen the menu? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the magic dick, please. (laughs) Is that the title? (laughs) Yes. I love it when that happens. All right, cool. We're going to wrap up. So um, uh, how can everyone find you? I'm on Instagram, Erica Radcliffe, Erica with a K, Radcliffe, R-A-T-C-L-I-F-F-E. I'm on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and do you have your solo? Your solo's in, in German, right? Yeah. Is that anytime soon? Uh, in autumn next year, Okay. Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Well, plenty of time to plan for that, guys. Um, all right, cool. Well, um, you guys know where to find me. AF Barros everywhere. That has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye and see you next time. Thank you.